0: So, Valerie, do you know Dan Curran, by any chance, or Daniel Curran? He's an opera singer that I've worked with before a few times, and maybe you have. Uh, I'm not sure. His
1: name sounds familiar, but I don't think
0: I've worked with him. Okay, so I was talking with him the other day because he composes music, like, on the side. You know, as you do. (laughs) (laughs) I asked him, oh, what kinds of music do you do? Like, is it just classical? Do you do like a range of things. And you said, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. Why? And I said, oh, because I have this idea for a podcast um, that I think you would be perfect for because I know you are also a fan of Supernatural.
1: Uh, Wait. Okay,
0: how'd you know he was a fan of Supernatural? Oh, we've totally talked about it before. In uh, one of the shows we've worked with, he was just like, you know, whenever I say your name, Sammy, I just think of Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Sammy. (laughs) 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 And we share, like, little memes and stuff back and forth here and there. But, um, so anyways, it's like, so I was thinking of, like, some kind of classic rock Type of theme song, since that's basically the soundtrack of the whole show. Is that something you can do? And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. And then, not 24 hours later, he sent me this.
1: So he just whipped that up? He just, just like Yep. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. I know. That is awesome to quote Dean. That's yeah. awesome. awesome. That, that's awesome. So he he just composed that. Yes. That's, that's not like taking music from somewhere.
0: No, he made this up on his own. For you. Um, Yes, well, for oh, us. Yes. <laughs> yes, for us. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! I know, amazing. It's totally amazing, and it's mm-hmm. perfect. And thank you so, so, so much, Dan, for just hello opera it, singers. To- yeah, totally nailing exactly what I had in my head that's that crazy. I could not do on my own. So thank you, Dan.
1: That's awesome.
0: That's it's classic rock. Mm-hmm. It's badass. Okay, so that's a good segue into. Welcome to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. And uh, we're just going to be watching the show from episode one, season one, all through the end, which there's 15 seasons. Which, no spoilers, I still have not gotten to the end. Oh, God. God, I cannot wait until you get there. Um, But anyway, we got a lot of content, so... (laughs) you know movie doing this for a while I think I can't wait um I started watching the show I think in 2012 ish um my boyfriend at the time was really into the show and I would just kind of like walk in and out you know of the room I'd linger a little bit longer each time (laughs) he was watching and finally I said okay stop we gotta we gotta start from the beginning I gotta know what's going on what are we watching yeah yeah and then loved it ever since
1: Oh my God, that's so funny that you talk about walking in and out of the room and just kind of catching it. I uh, did a lot of traveling for work, and so I was always in hotel rooms and uh, different hotel rooms and different TVs, but Supernatural was always on. No matter what town I stopped in, Supernatural was always on TV, and so it was just a show that I always had on uh, while I was like getting ready for work or coming home from work because it was just on, and I was like, who are these guys? and why are they always in the same hotel room but with different wallpaper i was like i just didn't understand it but then the more i you know kept it on i started catching on to the storylines and it's it's they're they're funny they're adventurous there's scary moments and i was like all right i got to go back and figure this out so i kind yeah. of did the same thing it's like i watched it in bits and pieces but i didn't watch the show from the beginning you know yeah. i just kind of caught on you know later on in the process and then went back and enjoyed it ever since.
0: Right. Right. And then a little bit about us as people. We have been friends slash co-workers slash like roommates on and off for <laughs> a long time, like 10 years, At something least. like that. Oh my yeah. God. Um so but the show is kind of like one of the things that we've bonded over <laughs> a little bit, especially like living together sometimes during, you know, work instances or actually like you know living living together. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. it was just something we figured out we had in common by accident yeah. by by accident it was like oh you watch that show I watched that show Uh huh. and then it was it was just a nice escape because sometimes our work was very tedious
0: yes for the background we both work in um the performing arts specifically opera specifically the backstage of opera production, <laughs> production. yes
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and so, so- it it was Go definitely ahead. a
1: nice break,
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: from opera yeah yeah it was it was just interesting that uh, I felt much more connected, like through the show, I was able to connect with you more because we weren't just work people, we were also people yeah, show, and I think that made a difference for us to be able to get ourselves out of our work bodies, yeah,
0: into, I agree,
1: you know adventure
0: I agree, and since the trendy thing to do right now is starting a podcast, I thought, hey.
1: You are on fleek, Sammy. You are super trendy. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. Yeet. Did I just say on fleek? Um, is that not even more? I don't think it is. <laughs> All right, well, you can edit that out, right?
0: You can <laughs> sure. make, make me sound cooler. I Sammy. will definitely edit that out. Um, but also, I kind of did just want to, like, start from the beginning and, like, really give a nice amount of attention to the show finally because usually now it's just like on the background or whatever but um and because you know we're in a pandemic and we can't be face-to-face or anything anymore and there are no shows to be working on together right uh being opera um i thought you know what this would be a nice time to you know actually talk with another person that is not my dog wow
1: Oh, we we don't get to talk about our dogs. It it is nice to to be able to speak in a human voice and not in a in a you know doggy foo-foo voice, which I admit I talk to my dog in all the time. So Sammy, it's good to see your face and it's good to hear your voice. I just have to learn how to speak again.
0: Yes, me too. I don't know how to do words at all.
1: Words, any words anymore.
0: Sentences. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm here for you. I'm here. Okay, for you. Me we'll, too. we we'll make So way. that
0: being said, we're uh, let's Let's talk for an hour and a (laughs) half-ish. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Welcome to our first episode. Today, we are going to be, um, you know, mildly dissecting um, (laughs) the first episode of the first season of Supernatural, titled The Pilot. The uh, description is, two brothers reunite after 22 years after their father goes missing, trying to find the demon that killed their mother. Uh, this episode was written by Eric Kripke as the show, cra- show creator as well, and directed by David Nutter. Well, I was going to say, I want to
1: take a second because you mentioned Eric Kripke. Um, I, this particular episode, uh, I noticed uh, a huge X-Files influence on on the show. Um and, and that's what kind of caught my eye as a as an avid X-Files watcher. Um, <laughs> I was like, ooh, this smacks of the X-Files. And not in a bad way, but I saw mm-hmm. like there's little things that I noticed about the episode. And the first thing I noticed um was the uh, the location card at the bottom of the screen that says like where this episode is taking place. Mm-hmm. And that was a very X-Files thing
0: to do. Right. Because Chirons. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I was like, oh. that was a term I learned from a very big TV person friend of mine, Chiron. <laughs> I, I was like, what is that? Nice.
1: But uh, yeah, so it starts out by saying um, that was it was 22 years ago in Lawrence, Kansas. And I was like, ooh, a very X-Files thing mm-hmm, to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right. I'd never watched the show X-Files, but I would say that the font choices are very similar, if not maybe very exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of the Chirons and other things like the title as well, uh, or the title card. Um, okay, so we wanted to do... Like this little thing before we break down the episode, which is something that this was Valerie's idea, calling it a MapQuest moment, which, yes, is a very outdated piece of technology, but the show was made in 2005, and I feel like I was using MapQuest in 2005, so it's it's appropriate, uh, not to mention their use of like, cassette tapes and things. These are very old tech guys, so we're going to follow suit. <laughs> Um, But anyway, considering that these boys travel everywhere around the country, um, we just wanted to do a little uh, uh, moment if the town that they're traveling in or living in or what have you relates to us in any way. And right out of the gate, as you mentioned before, um, set in Lawrence, Kansas, which was a town that I lived in and nearby for a very long time, (laughs) in oh my, my younger years I mean I lived yeah, in see, I knew you were I knew you were from Kansas I didn't know yeah. Where was Lawrence, Kansas, yeah so
1: it's crazy I feel like I want to reach out and touch you right <laughs> now. Uh,
0: but now I lived the bulk of my like, teenage years in Topeka which is about 20 minutes away from Lawrence um, and I went to KU for a small amount of time which is in Lawrence and lived there at the time so it was pretty cool to see a show that was like, oh my god, it's a set in Kansas. No show ever does that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, it's kind of like Santa. I know yes! him.
0: Kansas, I know him. <laughs> Kansas, I know him. So that was that awesome. Yeah, so that was my little like connection with their <laughs> their physical place in that show.
1: So jumping around in the story, they start in Lawrence cuz like uh, that's where their family grew up. Yes. Uh and then we see the boys grown up mm-hmm. in Stanford. Yeah. Um, which is California. And then they travel to Jericho, mm-hmm. California, which some people have argued is not an actual place, but it is.
0: S- someone's argued that?
1: Yep. Yep, there's been. Uh, I hate to say it, but I did do some fan
0: research.
1: <laughs> How dare um, you! <laughs> I know, I know, I did just because it's, it. Well, it sounded like a made up name to me anyway, so I was like, let's just look at what Jericho yeah, yeah. Is. and it is. It's it's a township. It's but that's what they're calling it is a township or a settlement. They're not even calling it
0: a town. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it does exist. So we open up with, of course, the Chiron that we've already been talking about <laughs> for like 20 minutes <laughs> of Lawrence, Kansas. Twenty. Yes, 22 years ago. And this like spooky, spooky shot of this tree um, shadow over the house. Right. But did you notice that the shadow actually moves? Yes, I did this time. Aha. I never like you kept mentioning it. And I was <laughs> just like, I don't understand what you're talking about, the shadow moving. But yes, it's like one little branch. One branch. Like of the, of the tree is like, oh, yep. you know that was like, ooh, that was spooky. But that's how you know it's going to be a
1: scary show. Like, yes. Because yes. when I first started watching, I was like, I, it, I didn't know what kind of show it was going to be. There's episodes, yeah. not to keep talking about the X-Files, but it's like there were episodes of the X-Files that actually were scary, you know, like uh-huh. in the sense of like scary movie scary. And so I didn't quite know what Supernatural was going to be. So the fact that it started out with this, like,
0: okay, <laughs> scary moment, yeah. I was like, this is, yes. is going to be a scary show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it continues, of course, with all the dark, moody lighting and the flickering lights and the baby monitor going off with what I assume was EMF right, or whatever that ghosty ghosty sound thing is. Yeah, the ghosty sound. EVP, I believe, is what they call it. They call it EVP and EMF. There's like two different things. I don't know what they are. It's like electromagnetic Frequency. frequency.
1: And then EVP is something voice something (laughs) (laughs) we are
0: really good at this (laughs) um i just wanted to mention because i did watch the commentary as well because i am a geek for commentaries i love the commentaries i do in fact i got this dvd set just so i could watch (laughs) the commentaries as well (laughs) are you listening marketing departments out there i know
1: um
0: But they mentioned because the the first shot, of course, is like on the baby. And they're just like, this is a game we like to call count the babies because it was like triplets that did not look like each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So because you have to use, you can't, you can only shoot kids for so many like minutes a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. I know. Like, It's funny that you mentioned that because later on when they, like in the franticness of some of the scenes, I was like, is that a different? Are we watching a different child now? Right. Yeah,
0: just so vastly different. <laughs> How many children do they have? Right. <laughs> That's very
1: funny. It's funny that the that the the filmmakers basically had to say, "By the way, <laughs> <we> yeah, <laughs> couldn't get any babies that all looked alike." that's really funny so you know you're talking about the uh um like the lights flickering and what's funny is you know when you're watching the show and you see the characters reacting to what we know is something spooky the lights flickering we know that something bad is going to happen but like Mm -hmm. the characters on the show don't and that always cracks me up like right they go and, you know, test the bulb. <laughs> <You know? laughs> maybe I just need to screw this bulb in a little bit tighter. You know, it's like, oh, right. Don't, right, don't, don't, that's not it. Grab the kids and roll. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing that I was thinking about. And I don't, maybe I should put a spoiler alert just in case there are people listening who have not seen the show. So spoiler alert for like the next 30 seconds or so. But later on, we find out that Mary has grown up as a hunter. Like she's known about this since she was very young, and then into her young adult years and adult years, and eventually, yes, she's just like, nope, don't want to do it anymore. But wouldn't her first instinct be, "Holy shit, there's a ghost in here"? Yes, <laughs> exactly. The lights flickering, exactly. and not like, <laughs> oh, oh I know lights this. flickering. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes.
1: But maybe, maybe it was one of those because she had put it behind her so long ago. Yes, that it just wasn't in her. That could be true. We'll give we'll give it that. the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So one more just nitpicky thing about um, Wouldn't You Think. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. So in the, same, in the same opening scene, like this is us learning of the, the, the history behind the family, you know, the, the family tragedy. And the family tragedy is that Mary, you know, is killed by a, a demon. But before that happens, she, Mary realizes there's something going wrong. So she runs upstairs to check on the baby, as most mothers would. Uh, well, obviously, because she saw a figure in the baby's room just minutes ago mm-hmm. and didn't realize that it was not her husband, John. So she goes running upstairs to check on the baby. And John is downstairs watching TV or has fallen asleep and is w- awoken by Mary's blood curdling scream. Right. Mm-hmm. So he goes running upstairs to go find out what Mary's screaming about runs into the baby's room and stops because he doesn't see anything except a sleeping, you know, gurgling baby Mm-hmm. And, you know, walks up to the crib, pets the baby's head, you know, and everything's fine. Where's the alarm of, why did my wife just scream? It's like, <laughs> where, where's my wife? Why was she screaming? Right. You know, he's just like smiling and looking at the baby. And of course, that's when you realize that, you know, something, something else is horribly wrong. Yeah. But in that moment of, oh, phew, everything's okay. It's like, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where was the, where did the, why did the urgency stop? Just because right. you know, she wasn't in that room screaming. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. that was just my hey, wait a minute moments.
0: Right. And to give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe he just thought he was dreaming that she was screaming. Oh, maybe because he was that TV. yeah, he was asleep in front of the TV. So that was my way of okay. like how are the how would they explain it right away. But of course that was just a um I'm, I'm sure there's like a TV term for this or like a script term yeah, or character term for this. Like a mo- motivation, you know, to go upstairs right. and right, right, right. find the baby and the burning mother. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, and by the way, yeah. mom is actually <laughs> on the roof,
1: like <laughs> on, on the ceiling, stuck to the ceiling yes. and bursts into flame. Dripping blood, dripping yeah. Blood dripping blood, and blood, and burns blood. the house down with her right. engulfed body. I I watched it this last time wearing my um my AirPods. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you noticed, but like during the big, you know, when she, when you realize that the house is bursting into flames, and stuff mm-hmm. and things, something's going horribly wrong, that's not just like scary music, but there's like howling and groaning and all sorts oh. of like evil sounds that are like in there. It's not just scary music, it's yeah. it is a deep,
0: you know, Ooh. oh
1: yeah it was and I didn't realize it until like the last time I was watching I was like oh my gosh it's not just scary music it's yeah evil there is it was like the house was groaning or you know the demon was groaning you don't know there's a demon yet obviously but, right right
0: but yeah so much the the details um like, oh, that's so interesting because I was watching it on my laptop which is you know not the best sound system in the world <laughs> what? but wow that kind of makes me want to maybe invest in the sound system, not just for the show, yeah. but for other things, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm sure that there's a lot of texture within music and sounds like that yeah. and like everything. Yeah. So just want another one of those. Wow. The
1: details on
0: this show. Yeah. You know, good details. Right. But also what the fuck was in that baby's room that made it explode? You know? <laughs> it made the baby explode or made the room? No, <laughs> the room. Because when, when he's like carrying the kids out away from the house. Mm-hmm. And then, like the fire turns into an explosion. Well, you know, most houses there was have, demons, I guess. You know,
1: propane. I don't know. I, yes,
0: the de- it was the demon. Nibs it, yes. it the demon. I was just like, what? What did they put in that baby's room that made it so flammable <laughs> <laughs> that it exploded? No, that was, you know, that was before you know <laughs> oh, <right>. flame flame
1: <laughs> curtains. And, you know, you just got to be careful with the pyrotechnics that you leave in a baby's room.
0: Okay, so then we move away from the the intro or from the the past, the flashback, I guess, um, and then we see the next Chiron saying that we're in Stanford, um which Sam went to Stanford, wow, big brain, yes, yeah. Um, and then I wrote, <laughs> this is how we know a bunch of men wrote the show because Jess is in a sexy nurse costume. <laughs> 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 not to say, you know, I've had my fair share of sexy, you know, fill in the blank costumes in the past Wait, for Halloween. For Halloween. Okay, okay, okay. Dot,
1: dot, dot for, okay, Halloween. Not yeah, just, for Halloween. Not just lounging around the house.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. But it was just, a, you know, of, of, course. of course that's the opening shot of yes, his new life is <laughs> her in a sexy nurse costume.
1: But it's not its not overdone. She's very sexy, but it's not, oh, yeah. you know, stupidly sexy. Oh, my gosh. But we do learn that Sam, as an adult, or as, I guess, uh, a young adult, uh, doesn't like Halloween for some reason. It's funny. They touch on that in this episode and then never again until, like, season 15. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> you would think a show like this would have, like, a Halloween special all the time. Right? Did they? I remember, but Buffy did. Buffy had a Halloween episode almost every year. Yep. I think. I don't know. I guess we'll f- we'll find out when we rewatch it because there are so many things that I forgot about. Like when it's on. Oh, I I, I also noticed during this rewatch that there's a moment that Jess says um, something about crash and burning oh which i was like oh that's a little foreshadowing moment again spoiler alert right in case. <laughs> right
1: well it's what's funny is like going back and rewatching an episode you're like oh foreshadowing oh foreshadowing yeah yes if i yes. you know if i only knew what i knew now then right it's uh but it's it's kind of it's It's foreshadowing, but you don't because the show goes by so fast. You're not like, huh? I wonder why they said it like that. (laughs) Yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Foreshadowing. Totally. No, it was a very, very subtle amount of foreshadowing. Okay, so then the next scene is when Sam hears like a crash downstairs, and he goes down there and starts beating up on this stranger. That then the lighting reveals that, oh, it's Dean. Oh, his brother.
1: It's his older brother who saved him from the fire when his
0: mom burst into flames. Yes. Yes, that one. My next note here is just, Dean is a fucking horn dog. Jesus! Oh my gosh, my note literally says Dean is a douchebag.
1: He hits on Sam's girlfriend Jess. Yeah, right in front of him, and doesn't stop. No, no, he says he one thing like, and then moves on to the next. You know, yep. creepy ass thing, and is oh staring at her. It's
0: so gross.
1: Bag. And then we have like a full scene of exposition.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, that's also awesome. my next note is exposition. Hunting oh. to your poltergeist hiding in the dark in the closet.
1: Oh my gosh, that's too funny. What's funny though, I, I've I've mentioned to you this before that now that we see Sam and Dean as adults, you know, mm-hmm. um, I it took me the longest time to stop thinking that um, Dean was the younger brother. Um, and I mm-hmm. can't really put my finger on it I don't know if it's because Sammy always seemed more mature and because he was the one who went to college um, and he wasn't a douchebag um, like yeah. he didn't have that immaturity level that, that yes. he has. that I always called the the character Sam Dean like that's what always came out of my mm. mouth like the I know Dean is the older brother but I always saw it uh, it was so hard. Jared Padalecki. Yes, as the older, as brother. The older right. brother. So it took me it it took me a long time to undo that in my brain.
0: And again, I don't know yeah. what it had to do with the actors or the character. Yeah, I can see that. Although that's funny because in in the commentary the it, the commentary was by Eric and David, the the director and the writer. Um, they mentioned that Dean had read for the part, uh, sorry, Jensen had read for the part of Sam and he was kind of slated to be Sam until Jared came in. And then they said, oh, wait, no, Jared is much better suited for Sam and Dean has to be, or Jensen, oh my God, Jensen has (laughs) to be Dean because they wanted like a Luke Skywalker and Han Solo kind of relationship. But Jensen definitely had the, kind of smart ass had the quality the, the harrison ford swagger the, of Hanso absolutely
1: so the- absolutely I, I can't picture him as sam at all no like how they even no. you know saw him as that but i guess maybe before i obviously i've only really seen him as as dean even though he was like what was he on he was on um smallville
0: i think maybe or like a soap opera i think on a soap on smallville
1: soap. but i've i only i've only seen That's him like i only know him as as dean so i just know him right as like the smart aleck swagger mm-hmm. uh you know reluctant han solo hero um and i love that i love that he's like the harrison ford character Days of Our Lives is what he was on. He was not. Yes, he was. Oh, my gosh. Do you know that I scheduled some of my college classes around Days of Our Lives? Oh.
0: (laughs) Why am I friends with you? I know. (laughs) I think I only did that for one semester, though okay so yes about this exposition is where they kind of they vaguely touch on they hunt ghosts because they mention like a poltergeist and things that are like hiding in the closet shoot them with a 45 you know that their dad that their dad trained them yes to be hunters giving us a primer of basically who they are what their family is and you know blah 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 right and then my next note is Sam's hair is so cute, and their voices are like an octave higher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is cute hair.
0: It's so cute. That's probably one of my like favorite hairstyles that like boys did yeah. I and mean, that it trended with. Yeah,
1: Jared Padalecki's hairstyle never really changed. I mean, it, he, it just grew longer, right,
0: throughout the series. Sam's I hair. would say it stayed. This is the shortest it was. Mm-hmm. It's in it the first season and maybe the second season as well. Um, and then it, yeah, it kind of maybe is it like an inch difference every now and then, mm-hmm. but it's shaped different a lot of the time. Yeah. I would say. He went- like sometimes they have the layers different or it's parted in yeah. different ways. He he's lost got the like, bangs. At one point, he had these like weird, kind of pointy sideburns, you know? that <laughs> No. Yes, he did. Oh, no. Yes, he oh, did. God. I don't remember what season it was, but it, it it'll come around. Way I'm going to point it that. out to you.
1: But what's funny is that uh, Jensen's haircut never changed. No, it's <laughs> exactly the same. No, it never changed. It they may have parted it slightly differently, but um,
0: depending on yeah who was who, who possessing exactly. at the time, mm-hmm. hairstyle never changed. Okay, so then the next scene, they are at the car. The car. The car. The infamous Impala, Impala. The baby. But we don't know yet how much he loves this car. Correct. It's just... It's just... It's dad's car. Yeah. Yes. But then they open the trunk. And that's when
1: you're like... Whoa. Yeah. The trunk where they like... This turns out to be like their lives is the trunk. Yeah. The car. Yeah. But yeah, he's got like a small arsenal
0: <laughs> in the in the
1: trunk, <laughs> which, you know... <laughs> do you want to travel with an arsenal i you know maybe maybe yeah. actually maybe during these times maybe you do. Right. but it's like totally homemade i mean it's like axes and you know rifles and a shotgun it's you know there's nothing high tech you know you would think that they talk about hunting uh you know ghosts and poltergeists and stuff like that you think that there'd be some sort of you know equipment like
0: a goat yeah like a ghostbusters weapon or something
1: like that and there's not it's all it's all just stuff that you'd like grab out of the garage or the woodshed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) exactly and the commentary mentions exactly that they said that they really had a desire for quote-unquote blue-collar weapons you know just kind of beat up obviously used kind of pieces or homemade type of bombs things things like of that nature not The high-tech computer uh what's what's that guy's name from from uh james bond q like nothing q would would create they don't have a q they have (laughs) they they have the woodshed themselves the woodshed and stolen credit
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's that's how they make their i can't say make a living that's how they survive is on (laughs) stolen
0: yes but i also want to mention that while they're like looking through the uh, news articles about all the missing people those are prop guys on the pictures the, oh my god the props guys inserted <laughs> themselves into the yes show? yes that's so
1: prop department that is, is that is not just a tv props thing that is all
0: props people yep. everywhere yeah, everywhere and that's awesome it's it's it is awesome I would do the exact same thing if I were ever part of the pop props department yes
1: it's also it's like if you ever see wanted posters in a shot in any shot uh-huh. um yeah chances are it's either someone's dad you know like from the prop yeah. department or it's the <laughs> yeah. props department that that have just made themselves criminals uh-huh. themselves up on the on the wanted posters
0: uh-huh very funny yeah and then they did talk about EVP coming through that voicemail because I made a note of like, what the fuck is EVP? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we still don't know. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so EVP, I know it is the voice. It's like whatever underlying voice you find in a I see. Okay. Um so there because it's a recording of the dad. It's a voicemail that the dad left. It's not a voicemail, it was a message on the answering machine. Oh yeah. Or a voicemail, because it's a cassette tape.
0: It is a cassette. Tape, one of those tiny little cassettes.
1: Yeah. So, so it's like it's a it's a message from their dad, but underneath it is the EVP, and that's the uh, the creepy voice that they that they if you if you turn down dad's voice, you hear the ghost or the EVP creepy voice. And I'm mm-hmm. just gonna say that that always freaks me out. Anytime oh, there's really? a like, you know, the underlying, you know, the 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 other side creeping into our reality uh-huh. that scares me to death. Oh. And, uh, and I, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to tell you just a sidebar. Um, the, the, the reason it creeps me out is I have my own ghost story and I, right. it's, 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 it's a short one, but there there's a ghost. Okay. Maybe there's not a ghost, but I've had an experience <laughs> <laughs> where I've heard, my name called when there's nobody else around. I'll just put it like that. I've heard, I've heard something say Valerie and not Val, but my Uh full name, Valerie. And I'll turn around and be like, yeah, oh, there's no one there. (laughs) It's happened to me twice in life. So anytime there's those like EVP, like you heard something under, Uh I'm like, oh, is is that something Valerie? (laughs) (laughs)
0: So when they, said, so EVP, scary stuff. Scary okay, stuff, stuff. scary scary EVP stuff. is scary stuff, okay. And what's the creepy voice <sighs> saying? Happy that. Oh, it was saying, what was it saying? I can never go home oh. or never go home. Yeah. Yep, creepy. Still a scary very, show.
1: Still a very scary show. Scary show until you get to the part where there's a guy you don't know driving a VW mm-hmm. rabbit. Right,
0: exactly. (laughs) Although before we get to that, there was something I wanted to mention. It was something I caught um, for the first time here, where Sam is packing up his bag um, in front of Jess. And um, she was just like, wait, so your dad's on a hunting trip or whatever? And Sam says something like, yeah, and I'm sure Jim, John and Jose are with him. And then earlier, he says something like his dad is like working overtime on a Miller time shift. So was their dad a drunk? <laughs> <Is that> a- <laughs> I, I think they were just portraying him as a drunk. With Yes, divine. that was. And it was like, is that something that Sam was just telling Jess, you know, to make an excuse of why he wasn't around? Or maybe was it a character trait that they did give John, you know, in the pilot that they then decided not to have? Because pilots do that sometimes in shows. Sure. You know where like the characters kind of change. You know once they
1: really out who uh, the characters
0: really are. Yes, yeah. yes. I don't think it was that, but it was just like interesting. I've never, i would never caught that before. Oh, see how he portrayed him as a drunk. I, yeah, I always just just thought it was a it was a throwaway, so that he could
1: you know be like, well, Dad's drunk again, so we got to go help him, which is why he can't help himself.
0: Okay, so back to VW. Rabbit uh, just, or whatever. Just, what is it? It's a it's a it's either a VW rabbit
1: or a cabriolet. Um, oh, okay, depending on the year. But um, okay. I just think it's funny that it's a it's a guy who's like it turns out he's kind of a douchebag himself. Um, you know, and it it's just a silly little car. It's a silly little car yeah. that later is used as um not a silly little car, but it still yeah. comes across to me. I'm like, you can't be it can't be like the getaway car. It can't be the car speeding away into the night because it's like me. I mean, it's a little car. My, you no, know, my sister had one in college. This is not the this is not the Butch guy's car. No, so that when I saw that, I was like, <laughs>
0: and that kind of took me out of the, the scary moment. Okay, so now we see our first creepy character. She glitches like right away. Yeah, super Un- scary. unnatural. Yeah, supernatural, if you will. <laughs> Uh and we see it's Sarah Shahi, who I have seen on the L word. She plays Carmen. What? Um oh, yes. And she was fantastic. I really loved her in L word. And the commentary they mention her in L word too. They're just like, oh, we really liked this girl from L word. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: Good work, get you good work, I I guess. Yeah. That's that's really cool. So she's the ghost.
0: Yes, she is the well what we assume is a ghost because she glitches glitches she she looks like a
1: oh a glitch (laughs) 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 I was trying to think of it like you know you're because you're it's it's hard to say nowadays because nobody has antennas on their tv but back in the day where you were still before cable you know we had antennas on our tv Uh and the signal if it was like a windy day the signal would glitch and so you would get that type of imagery um usually went hand-in-hand with something scary happening outside. If it was stormy and windy, your TV started to glitch.
0: Then the dude in the rabbit pulls over and says, Hey, what are are you doing? (laughs) And she very sultrily says, Take me home. Take me home. And he says, Okay. Uh, Hell yeah.
1: (laughs) After telling what we think is his girlfriend, that he has to go home and get some resources to get up early to work. So already we know he's a jerk hmm dean's a jerk and so she uh he ends up taking her to her house which of course is like the scariest house you've ever seen
0: yes it's dilapidated like farmhouse it's, it's no lights. broken and gray and yeah. <laughs> no, no life and he's like no but you don't live here mm-hmm. you
1: know and then you know she's out of the car and he's like oh well he stupidly follows her <laughs> <laughs> into this creepy, creepy house. house it's another one of those you know we know it's scary why don't they uh-huh. <laughs> yes and so we're you're expecting it to be scary we are expecting this to be scary that's I, I hate moments like that when you know something's going to be scary because guess what happens next jump shot jump shot <laughs> yes exactly a bird flies out of the house and scares the crap out of not only him the guy, but, but out of us. us yeah exactly and you knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh! Um, but it was just a bird. Just a bird.
0: Scurries away into the rabbit and <laughs> drives away um, into a... yes, out. Yeah, <laughs> peels out in the rabbit. And into a, into a road closure sign, of course. But I think yeah. she's in the car by then. I think she hops back yeah, into I the think, car.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what scares him is that he looks yeah. into his and sees this chick is now uh-huh. in the back of his car again and uh so he swerves off the road and it happens to be through the uh bridge out sign or yes. you know road close
0: under yeah. the bridge you hear screaming the car shakes a little bit and then you see the very first blood splatter blood splatter <laughs> of the show blood splatter. i thought there were just two there are actually three blood splatters in that car what island only- yes there was one on the front uh the front window and then both <gasps> side oh, windows Oh, i
1: only saw the front and one side window yeah wow yep, that's I'm a sorry. lot of blood yes yes and uh spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> it kind of becomes the uh, uh which you pointed out to me becomes <laughs> the like through line of every single supernatural not only opener but opening credits yeah so yeah. it's not just part of the uh the cold opening of of every supernatural with the exception of a couple.
0: Yeah, there's not um, very many. There are fewer that don't have a blood splatter than that do.
1: But that becomes, the splatter becomes like- A running theme. Yeah, it's like trademark or, almost. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly, a trademark.
1: But yeah, you pointed it out to me. and It wasn't until you did that I was like, oh, you're all right. <laughs> And then I started looking for it. And then every time I saw it, I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, can you imagine being on the uh the effects, you know? Oh my god, I would love that. The makeup
0: department and effects that got to splatter people. Oh my god, that would be the best. Splatter that walls. Would, I mean, that would be the best makeup job ever. I'm just I'm just in picturing the director saying, "I need more." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Bigger." After the splatter, it then cuts to what I assume is the next day. And the brothers are at a gas station. <laughs> and dean buys himself lunch which consists of pork rinds and
1: yeah was it you, like jerky
0: or something i don't know i saw what i thought were doritos or probably like a you know a show yeah fake doritos and another kind of bag of chips maybe like some mountain dew mm-hmm. he does offer the share though he does. Um, and then I have a note that says, LOL, bootleg cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Cause they're like filling up the car
1: and Sam's going through a box, like a shoe box full of
0: cassettes.
1: <laughs> and it's funny that we have to call them cassette tapes because you either call them cassettes or you call them tapes. Yeah. But to, to let everybody, those younger people in the audience know it's a cassette tape. Yes. Um, that's funny. Yeah. All these, they're not even, they're not, I guess you could call them bootleg now, but they would be pirated tapes because it's all of Dean's yeah. music, but none of it is store-bought music. It's all handwritten yeah. label.
0: Yeah. So it's either
1: either he made his own tapes, like recorded off the radio, which is what a lot of us. Yes did i did um, it
0: too i had plenty <laughs> of recorded radio cassettes <laughs> oh my gosh and uh mixtapes mixtapes you know
1: specialty <laughs> tapes that you yes. made for like for on the road or mm-hmm. going to school or you know the you always had a theme
0: yes love right? songs or you know, yes know, whatever
1: yes but all of dean's tapes are are like bootleg slash pirated mm-hmm. <laughs> like what does he you it mullet rock which is Sam funny calls because, it mullet yeah, because it wasn't all mullet rock no and that's, that's the other thing i was i took exception to that because <laughs> it was rock yes it was just rock but yeah metallica motorhead mm-hmm. black sabbath <laughs> black sabbath yeah clearly the impala just has a you know amfm cassette
0: he had no desire to upgrade the right the stereo system <laughs> he was fine and then at 17 minutes two seconds or roughly it was kind of hard to pinpoint the exact timestamp on netflix on my laptop but this is where we hear <laughs> like one of these iconic lines that have just kind of stuck through the show and the fandom driver picks the music shotgun shuts his cake hole which is yeah, a- funny <laughs> it, like it made it down to t-shirts like right away. It's kind of amazing yeah. that in the first episode, there, are, there were a few yeah. things that happened that just kind of stuck and became yes. like things, you know, quotes. And yeah, they became supernatural isms. Yes,
1: isms, exactly. <laughs> and then they drive off to music that no one's ever heard of
0: before. <laughs> right, I did not know this song. It, it was, was that um, been- what was it? It was Loveless, A Gift to the World yeah who? No, i don't know what <laughs> i'm sure there could've... are people out there who do know uh yeah. i am not a music aficionado i was, I was not
1: one of them i could it could have been like an
0: amazing southern rock moment mm-hmm. i assume that had to do something okay. with money you know oh, right yeah. buying rights which they later on i guess found more money for that kind of thing i think they, I, I yeah. think they did well because you know i i did
1: read that um speaking of money and budgets mm-hmm. and stuff like that that um one of the things they cut from the show uh originally was that dean's character was supposed yes. to have tattoos yeah you did say that he was supposed to be yeah, he was supposed to be tatted like up and down but they just didn't have the the budget for the for the makeup to either whether, whether for the temporary tattoos or for the time that it at somebody up for the up? they're like so they just cut it so as a character I mean that's a pretty big um character note, yeah I would say so you know that that got cut so um if it's not in the budget it's not in the budget but I I, I can't picture him with tattoos like uh um
0: artistic tattoos like I can't picture him with uh, yeah knowing like having been with him for like so long now it is kind of hard to picture him with just really any kind of tattoo besides the one that he ends up with the the one that he has yeah that has a very very specific purpose correct but even if he had tattoos that like meant to him meant something to him or even just like decorative ones no Mm -hmm. I mean I guess it wouldn't really matter you know you don't judge a book by its cover as I (laughs)
1: no but I do think there's personality I think there's definitely a personality I mean, and it's not just one personality type, but I do think that you know, there's people who get tattoos, and there's people who don't get tattoos. There's mm-hmm. people who think about getting it and then don't, and then you mm-hmm. know, people who never even think about it. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it 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 would be interesting to see what they would be, what
0: what his character would have been like had he been a tatted character. Because now here comes like a shining moment for for both you and Eric Kripke. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning we're tight. Yes, yes. um where they're on the bridge, you know talking to the cops, trying to get a you know low down of the situation um, the splatter. yes you know, the splatter, which is no longer there on the car, <gasps> like it's all cleaned off, well, you know the ghost so, took care of that, yes, she took his body too, yeah, she's so very she, thorough, very thorough ghost mopped up, <laughs>
1: <laughs> licked those
0: windows clean, yes, so then we see two. They're, they FBI. So then Dean says, see you later,
1: Mulder, Scully. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're both men standing there, but yes, total, total shout out, like point blank X-Files
0: call out mm-hmm, right there. Mm-hmm,
1: yep. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I love, I loved
0: it. I was like, yes, my people. <laughs> yes. So did Eric Kripke, but he had to fight to keep that in.
1: I wonder if they thought it was too, um, like inviting a
0: TV show into their reality type yeah, of thing. Yeah, maybe. But I know when I heard that, you know, knowing as little about the X Files as I do, I know the main characters. Scholar and Maldy. Yeah, okay. Scholar and Moldy, I just said. Scully. Oh, that's okay. You know what? I have Skulder and Molly written on my <laughs> notepad. So maybe I don't know anything. I don't know them at about all. The F- at the I, mean, I just got tongue-tied. You actually wrote it down. So. I wrote it down, yeah. Yeah. Scully and Mulder are the names we're looking for. But anyway, That's when, I did hear, yeah, when I did hear that that first time, I was like, I wonder if that was something they snuck in, if that was like an ad-lib that the actors did. Oh. You know, I didn't know until oh. I listened to the commentary. And then but it was, was just like, I wanted that. It was absolutely intentional, but I had to fight well, no. What's what's the word? I'm sidebarring again. The people, the guy's an angel that they kept referring to. Powers that be. Powers, powers that be. That I had biggie. to fight the powers that be. Oh my gosh! <laughs> to keep this in.
1: And for anyone listening, we are going to reference Buffy, Angels, The X Files, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and many other shows
1: down the road. Okay,
0: so now they're in town, and they meet up with some locals to get the scoop. Yes. And they see these, and they find these two girls who look like they're from the craft, which is pretty (laughs) awesome. And one of them starts talking about the local legend of this um, woman or or someone, some ghost, you know, someone who was murdered. And anytime there's a hitchhiker, I think she mentions a hitchhiker. Yeah. The hitchhiker was.
1: She was murdered and. And now her ghost haunts this stretch of road mm-hmm. and anyone who picks her up gets killed.
0: hmm
1: hmm Sounds about
0: right. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love that they incorporated, like, local legends and myths and, you know, spooky stories that are maybe even just... Uh, could be true. <laughs> could be true, yeah. Here's an interesting thing that I may be mistaken, because the first time uh, I did watch this, uh, which was on the DVD, both the, ep- like the episode and the commentary, mm-hmm. was on the DVD, and then watched it again recently on Netflix um, for our redo. <laughs> yeah. There is this, I believe I am correct in saying that there is a scene during this part That was on the DVD, but not on Netflix. That I don't believe was a deleted scene. I think that it was part of the show. I may be remembering that wrong because I did watch some of the deleted scenes, but so they're at this table for a lot longer. And Sam comments on the pentagram necklace that the one girl is wearing. Oh, yeah, that's not in this. It's not on the DVD. No. (laughs) I mean, uh, sorry. It's not not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix, but I remember watching it which I believe it was on the DVD as part of the show. Um, He mentions the necklace and she was like, oh yeah, you know, my boyfriend got it for me as kind of like a joke from my parents, you know, to freak my parents out or something like that. And then he goes on to say, "It's like, well, actually it's kind of the opposite. The pentagram is a symbol to ward off evil spirits. Um, Your protection against evil, blah, blah, blah. Which is like an interesting little tidbit because then that's like, um a little more exposition into them like how much they actually know actually know about the occult and stuff like that yeah yeah that's like that's
1: really cool no that's not on this
0: episode that's
1: it's not on the netflix that's i wish they had kept that in i know i wonder why they took it out
0: i don't know you know what that happens sometimes because uh another brief sidebar on the office ladies which is another podcast that i listen to who are Two actors from the show, The Office, who are doing kind of something similar, you know, doing a rewatch and an analysis, but from an actor's point of view. So like they know a lot of inside info, but one of them will watch the DVD and one of them will watch the Netflix show. And often, or maybe not often, uh, occasionally (laughs) there are scenes that is on one, but not on the other, or they're different like just vaguely vaguely different and I do not know why like different takes maybe different takes yeah like it's kind of the same scene but like one or two lines are different or maybe one is one is more extended than the other I don't know why they do that it must be part of the contract or boy I don't know I mean I've heard of
1: of um of shows changing music uh-huh. because they didn't have the rights to to do it on um, like uh, simulcast, like they bought the music, they bought the rights to the music to be on DVD, but not to be on like a Netflix type of show. Right. So they changed the music. So what you see on TV, on Netflix or on streaming, I should say, cause uh-huh. it's not just Netflix, but yeah. on streaming um, is different than what's on the DVD. So they actually have to go in and re-edit yeah. the show f- because of those things. So I wonder if there was something like that in the episodes that they had to change for those those you know contracted purposes. Right. I don't
0: know, I don't know either. Interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting because I was watching it and I was like, "This seems shorter than what I remember." And he, I know they talk about the necklace. I know that they do. There you have it. That's interesting. Okay,
1: well now now this means that you have to go back for every episode we talk about oh, I know. and watch both. I know <laughs> the streaming version and the DVD version.
0: Yeah,
1: and then you don't need me at all.
0: No, it's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Who's going to point out all the X file references to me? Oh, okay,
1: all right. Well, they, there's fewer and fewer of them, so um, I might be I might be out of luck here soon. But uh, but going back to the legend that they yeah. talk about. Uh, it's interesting because the girls talk about the murdered girl, you know, mm-hmm. she was murdered on the side of the road. Uh, but then when Dean and Sam start researching, you know, women who have been mm. murdered on the side of the road, nothing comes up. And, uh, and it's Sammy who, who figures out, who's like, well, maybe they talk about like what makes a ghost. And yeah. it's a, uh, some sort of like tortured spirit or born out of uh uh, oh, Valerie. My thought just went out the window. <laughs> like a tortured soul. Yeah. Like a tortured soul. Um and so Sammy's the one who's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe she wasn't killed, maybe she killed herself. And if she killed herself, why would she have killed herself? Yeah. And uh, and that's when they come across the like the legend of
0: the white woman or the woman in white, um, white lady, woman in white. Well, no, they don't do that yet. That's not until they reach their dad's hotel room.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. They're so right now they
0: just figured up. out it's like, okay, we know it's a tortured soul, but what's going on? Here? Right. what's the connection between all of these men? Right, that's going on. But he
1: does, he does point out the suicide. Yes,
0: and I think so that was suicide. his little lawyer mind working there. You know, yes. trying to figure out, you know, outside the box, right things. That was totally his college brain in action. Yeah. Okay, so then they go looking you know in the area of like where the um where she committed suicide they where went to the she, yes where she committed suicide and also which is the same bridge that the just happens to be the blood splatter car right right which also comes
1: up to one of my favorite moments which is they're standing looking over the edge of the bridge like <laughs> looking down into the water uh-huh. and they're like oh this is where she jumped from mm-hmm. and then like in the distance you like hear like the car engine turn over the headlights turn on and they both like turn and look and they're like huh (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know and again watching we're like i'm like scary moment your car just started by itself it's a very christine moment did you Mm -hmm. ever see the movie christine no no i didn't read the book christine all right stephen king possessed car um basically drives itself and Uh and runs people down Uh it kills people who it it because it falls in love with its owner the car falls in love with the Uh, driver
0: i've seen parody things on that but yes um but yeah so this is a total
1: christine moment so anyone you know who's seen christine is like oh my gosh this car is just gonna run them Uh down (laughs) do these guys know this no (laughs) no (laughs) and they're just like looking at the car and sam's like who's driving your car (laughs) (laughs) and dean just like casually pulls Pulls (laughs) And he's like, got the keys right here. (laughs) It's scary, but it's funny at the same time. Yeah. At least for me.
0: Right. No, it was funny. The car speeds down the bridge Mm -hmm. to run them down. Right. And they cannot run fast enough because they are people and it is a car. So (laughs) they do the only other option and jump off the bridge.
1: And of course, one brother leaps fully off the bridge. The other brother just leaps far enough to be able to like turn around, grab the bridge uh-huh. and not
0: jump into the water, which yeah. also
1: cracks me up. Yeah. And, and who is it who hits the water? It's
0: Dean. Dean gets all muddy. Uh-huh.
1: The super cool guy ends yep. up
0: completely covered in mud. Yes. And in the commentary, they did mention, they did want them both to be in the mud but it was exponentially funnier to have just one of them be in the mud I would say absolutely (laughs) yes
1: yes. (laughs) and the fact that it's Dean makes it all the funnier because he's like a cool guy Uh he's like the flipped up collars he's got the you know razor sharp hair oh Oh, I even made a note about that Dean muddy not Sam (laughs) (laughs)
0: look at that we're on the same page so they go to the nearest motel Thank you. Um, Dean's still all muddy And <laughs> they used one of the stolen credit cards. And then the old guy there was just like, you having a reunion with this. I can't, I don't even remember the last name. Something oh, common. It, yeah, and yeah, I do not want to insult by trying to pronounce it. <laughs> no, that's okay.
1: I couldn't. I'm, apparently, the actors couldn't pronounce it the same way twice, anyway. Right.
0: Um, so then, of course, they realize, oh, dad's been here since he's checked in for an entire month. And this is the closest they've gotten to their dad. Yes. They pick the lock to his hotel room, open it to find what kind of looks like a serial killer room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's it's those, like, there's pictures and magazine
1: cutouts all yes. over the wall and strings yes. connecting you know, this picture to that article and yeah, totally serial killer, crazy person's room. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. But within all the serial killer stuff, they do find he figured it out. He knows what this woman is and it's a woman in white.
1: Dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a woman in white is not just someone who committed suicide. It's someone who killed uh, kill uh, Committed suicide because their husband or their boyfriend cheated on them, mm-hmm. um, and then there's I think there's another part of the story where they kill their children mm-hmm. in order to gain the attention from their husband or boyfriend, um, and then when they're when they're denied again the attention that they're seeking, that's when they kill themselves. Yeah.
0: So this this woman in white story here is a little bit of a combination of local legends just mm-hmm. to suit this purpose and that's okay
1: it's funny though i had never i like i was listening when they would you know because they always have to tell you like what it is they're they're looking for like, yeah this ghost why uh-huh. is this supposed to ghost i was like is there like a story that i know about this one
0: mm-hmm.
1: no no i don't either <laughs> i hadn't i hadn't heard this never came up in any of my no ghost stories around the campfire no
0: me neither so then they say, great, we're going to go find it. And then Dean immediately gets caught by the cops. <laughs> <laughs> great. We're going to go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yep. So he gets caught, but he gets to warn his brother just enough to. Oh, I. Oh, my God. You jumped over. I a moment. did and- jump over a moment. How rude of me.
1: I know. I was going to let you go, too. So
0: we come across another supernaturalism moment here that has lasted from the beginning until right. the end on t-shirts it's on the sticker you gave me that's on my laptop <laughs> right now at approximately 27 minutes and 40 seconds we get jerk bitch <laughs> but it's, it's said in a way that like breaks tension you know yeah. it's two
1: brothers just fighting with each other yeah uh, not meaning it it's clearly what they've called each other all their lives right jerk bitch and it like ends the tension um but just before that there's also one other ism
0: oh yeah the no chick flick moments and it's it's not as big an ism because it's
1: it's not mentioned that much but it's when it is mentioned it's uh it is a callback right um but yeah no chick flick moments when sam is apologizing to dean about saying that uh and i didn't realize this but Sam is has has said like when they were fighting he's mm-hmm. like you know mom's dead you know mom's yeah, never yeah. coming back type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Dean clearly believes that she's not dead. and that there's a chance they could still find her. And it's not spoken. He doesn't say it. Mm-hmm. I mean he doesn't say that but he's like don't talk about mom that way. Yeah. And so later with the whole you know Sam apologizes saying look I'm sorry I said about what I said about mom for what mm-hmm. I said about mom. Uh and that's when Dean says, "No chick flick moments." Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we're not going to hug this out. Yeah. You know, you said what you said, I said what I said. You know, jerk, bitch, done. Right. That's that's the that's their relationship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Dean gets pinched. Yeah, by the guy right away. <laughs> like, yep, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't
0: talk his way out of it. Right, right. Sam escapes, and he's off to find the husband of Sarah Shahi. um, Or what's her name in the show? Constance. Constance Welsh. Constance, the woman in white, yeah. The woman in white. So he goes off to find the husband and talk to him. Meanwhile, Dean is in the cop's office being (laughs) a smartass. Yes. (laughs) And then we see the first appearance of Dad's journal. Which is one of the most important props in the I entire I know. Well, at least for the first mm, five seasons. Yeah, that's a Big lot. Big deal Saying Dad's Journal. We don't know it yet, you know, but. Right.
1: Right. I just want to take a side moment there to say, oh my gosh, the props department. <gasps> I know. You know, putting, because the, the, like you said, it's, it's important for the first five season seasons. It's a character. It's, it's, yes. a, it's a character. I mean, I'm not saying in the sense, like, it's alive, it's a character, right. right, right. no, as a, as a prop, it is it is so pertinent to mm. their everyday lives that, like, the, it's so important. It couldn't have just been, like, you know, go to Office Depot and, and you know, get a leather bound journal and this uh-huh. would be the journal. Yeah. Like, every page in it, I'm sure, had something specific about the show, about the brothers, about the yeah. family in it. I, I'm sure there was some gag yes. <laughs> things in it, but resist. for the most- But for the most part, because of how important that prop was, Uh um, I'm sure that it was just loaded
0: with. Yes, uh, I loved that prop. I thought it was very powerful um, because you could see all like the little notes and attachments and like the scribbles where, you know, he did write something in and then found new information later and then had to scratch it out or like tack something in, you know, all the drawings, the pictures, the cutouts of newspapers and books yep. and the way Stables. they were all attached, a staple yep. paper clips, you know, paper clips important for yes. busting out of <laughs> cups. <Yes. laughs>
1: Which both brothers apparently can can do. Yes. Very handy. Yes. Very handy skill to have. Yes.
0: I really, really love that prop. Yeah. So
1: love much. that prop. Good job, props department. Okay.
0: So appearance of dad's journal from this cop still being a smart ass and then he Pulls out a page that says Dean and then has numbers on it. It says 35 one, one, one. One, one, one. Yes, one, 11. 111. 111, yes, 111. In my note, it was okay. Wouldn't a cop be able to figure out that these are coordinates? I mean, I know right. they're not Marine Corps or anything, but <laughs> right. I feel like that would Clearly. be that's the first thing that I would guess is like, hmm, this is either a combination for something. Or right. coordinates. It's like a zip
1: code or a <laughs> yeah. street name. Yeah. It's. I mean, not. It's not a phone number, you no. know. Not, yeah, and plus, you know, I always thought that that guy, that actor, was going to be like such a nemesis. I mean, granted, he is holding Dean, you yeah. know, like arresting him. But I thought the the that cop was going to be like a total uh, hindrance right. to them. Not so much. <laughs> He's, not so much. Dean
0: escapes in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, we don't, and we don't see him again. Right. We don't see that cop again. Right, we don't see him again after another cop comes in and says, "Oh, there's a nine one one call on um what was it, Whiteford Road." Um, this is a commentary from Eric Kripke, who said that all the roads and like street names or uh lake names, what what have you, mm-hmm. those are all named. After his hometown, which is Toledo, Ohio, I've worked there. Oh, I know, and I've lived there. Oh, this was another map quest moment that I guess we should have mentioned before. Well, <laughs> but they don't go there. They I don't guess, go like, there. Right, right. So it's it's mentioned. It's but, mentioned uh, in the commentary and not in the actual okay. show itself. But that, that's why we did not map quest. Yes, but that was interesting. I've not been on White Ford Road in Toledo, Ohio, but road trip. No, thank you. I have no desire <laughs> to go back to Toledo. <laughs> no offense to Toledo. To I, I really don't. I really don't. I'm sorry, uh, Toledo. That's okay. Um, uh, that's pretty cool. So is that where Kripke's from? Is, yes. Is yes, he's from Toledo, Ohio.
1: I think, didn't like Matt Grenning from the uh, Simpsons do the same thing? Like a lot of his characters' names from the Simpsons are from places in Portland?
0: Yeah, I think so. Which I would do, too, if I ever... Little, yeah, little Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. shout-outs. Okay, so while Dean is escaped, or no, while Dean is held up at the cop's office, Sam is off talking to the husband, like we mentioned before, trying to get some information. Right. Uh, Because
1: his dad did talk to mm -hmm. uh, the husband. It's like, again, now they're
0: getting closer to to dad Mm -hmm. tracking down dad so it gets a little more information he finds out that the husband did in fact cheat on his wife or was unfaithful to his wife Mm -hmm. even though
1: he said he didn't
0: Mm, he said i may have made mistakes he he implied he implied that he was unfaithful at some point but that he still loved her and he did not believe that she
1: murdered their children yes he sure looks like a tortured soul to me.
0: Mm, yeah. So then we learned that Sam was the one who made the fake 911 call to help get Dean out of trouble. So right. something they've obviously done before, or it's like in their playbook of what, oh, to, okay. what to do when you get busted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just break out of the handcuffs mm-hmm. and uh, call in a fake emergency call uh-huh. into the sheriff's office. Note to self.
0: And then Sarah Shahi shows up in the car unexpectedly.
1: She, uh, she's, she's standing in the road. She's standing in the right? road. Yes. Standing in the
0: road. And, de- and he runs over, ob- Sam, Sam runs over her. Mm-hmm. Yep, And then she's in the car. Yes.
1: <laughs> and says, And says, take me home. Take me home. And Sam says, no,
0: no, I'm a good guy.
1: No, I will not. And so she turns into Christine again.
0: Yeah. <sighs> drives the car for him. Yes. Drives the car for him. Yep. Gets to the house and then forces herself on him. (laughs) 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 But this was like really creepy and glitchy special effects. I thought. Oh, with her attacking him. Yes. She's like really her movements are really jerky and she keeps like glitching in and out her, um, she like becomes like like a skeleton. You yeah, know, she's like, like her- transparent and layered. Yeah. It's very, very, yeah. yeah, it's really scary. Not very often do they use these
1: effects Types for ghosts. ghosts. Yes. And But they, using them on this one was super
0: effective. Oh my God, it worked. Like, super I was, scary. It was scary. It, was, it reminded me of like the ring or the grudge, you know, those kinds oh. of oh gosh creepy kid movies you know? yes <laughs> yes it's just because it's so and i hate to say it's
1: unnatural um You're right you know but the, the way the yeah the way their bodies move and stuff like mm-hmm. that it just is like ooh, ooh, mm-hmm.
0: it's not human it is clearly not human and it's also unnatural like almost directly after that when sam literally drives the car into the house to get her home and he's like i'll take you home Uh, yeah (laughs) and then constance with her ghost mind shoves a dresser and tries to crush sam and dean Mm -hmm. then you see this water just coming down from the stairs creepy it's spooky water and I wrote that in my notes was like the spooky water and then the commentator is just like water is spooky <laughs> I wrote down water is scary
1: it is because <laughs> like water outside of its natural I mean water's just scary because you don't yes. know you can't always see what's under it you can't know why is it it doesn't belong coming down the stairs. It doesn't belong yeah. cooling out of the ceiling. Something is wrong when water is not the ocean.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know? Not the ocean or that bathtub or what have you. Right. But but it's also like black water. At like least the lighting is so dark it looks like black water. And so yeah. you're not sure what the this- what it actually is I water is scary it Absolutely. is scary and so are these freaking scary children that pop uh, up on the top of the stairs ghost children are
1: always creepy uh, i wrote yep. it twice creepy ghost children dash always creepy <laughs> ghost children are always creepy because you probably never see their faces like they're always shrouded but yeah the fact that kids are just like especially like two of them standing together like mm-hmm. hand in hand mm-hmm. Very creepy. Yes. So
0: drowned children appear. mm -hmm, With the spooky water. Spooky water. And then uh, (laughs) suddenly appear down towards her. And then some really crazy special effects happen while they drag her down to, uh, I assume, is hell. I would assume (laughs) hell as well if you murdered the children. (laughs) Yeah. So they they grab her. They're like,
1: Mommy, you're home. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Let's go. I'm so glad you're here. And then no words, just crazy ghost killing effects. Yeah, demon dragged, things going on. I don't know. It was- Dragged into a puddle and down to hell through uh-huh. the puddle. Yes. Oh, and scary. Yeah. Because there's like all these like skulls and creepy. It's it's not just like a ghost being dragged to hell. It's, mm-hmm. it's like the ghost is the 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 demon of the ghost is trying to escape, you know, but the kids are still dragging it down. And oh, it's well done.
0: Oh. Yes, yes.
1: Applause there for the uh, special mm-hmm. effects department. And so, therefore, Dean and Sam are released from
0: the grip yes. of <laughs> furniture. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the furniture.
1: Yes, the furniture.
0: And then this is where we learn that Dean loves his car more than life. Because he says, uh, and I swear to God, if, what did he say? If you hurt this car, I'll kill you. Right. Or <laughs> something right. like
1: that. Oh my gosh. And which, of course, he has damaged
0: the car because he drove it into a house. Yes, but Dean also shot the window with the gun well, at the right. ghost. He was shooting bullets at a ghost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. broke his window in the process. So he can also blame himself for that.
1: Yeah. Although Sam kind of calls him out for that. He's like, what are you doing shooting at Casper? <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. You know, which is, which is interesting because he was just shooting at a ghost. Right. You know, but he was doing whatever he could to save his brother. Then
0: Dean takes Sam home because he's got this interview with law school and Sam is determined to get back to his normal Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. because he's worked for it. And I don't blame him, frankly. I don't, I don't blame him. This was my decision and I'm going to stick with it. Right. Finding dad is not his crusade. It's, it's Dean's. So then Sam walks in the house, the shower is running. So we assume Jess is in the shower. Mm Mm-hmm. Until oh, yeah. yeah, until he lays down, opens his eyes, and uh, we see the second female of the show in a white nightgown. Was she in a nightgown? I don't know. She I was would honest? say yes, maybe because Mary was yeah
1: um, in a in like the, oh, in a nightgown, like the <laughs> yes. type of nightgown that no woman ever wears.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, um, <laughs> the Ebenezer Scrooge nightgown.
1: Oh my gosh. And it turns out Jess is in one too, which is funny that they didn't like keep her in her Smurf shirt. Smurf shirt or something similar.
0: Yeah. why was she in? But maybe she was. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. But anyway. Anyway, she's on the ceiling. That's the most important part. Yes. She would be she would be suspended on the ceiling (laughs) with her leg in a weird Mm -hmm. unnatural position. Dripping blood and then (laughs) bursting it into
1: flame. Yes. Exactly the same way that their their his mother did. Mm. Their mother did. Now that the house is on fire, Dean comes running back in, grabs Sam, saves mm-hmm. Sam, mm-hmm. you know, so distraught that he can't leave a burning house. Um and yet another house bursts into flames. And uh I have to ask who was in the shower? Right. Who was in the shower? If Jess was on the ceiling. Right. Was in the shower.
0: Well, I would assume that she was in the shower or was about to start the shower, and then, then the demon. I think the demon did it to trick, to trick Sam. Yes. Just the same way to to make him relaxed and just assume everything's okay.
1: Yep. 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 So that's the other thing is that I think the demon was in the house both times. It wasn't like the Mm -hmm. demon did something and left. It was in the house when when the boys were in the house, when they were little. Mm -hmm. So when it caught fire, the demon was there. And this time the demon was still in the house. Yeah. When, when Sam was there.
0: So. Right. Right. Creepy. Mm -hmm. But this moment, this unfortunate moment is what gives Sam finally the motivation to go off with Dean, to join the hunt, to join the hunt, because now he's just like, I want to find this thing that killed my girlfriend right and my mother but
1: right but more so my girlfriend because what's that tv trope where a female has to die in order oh. to motivate the reluctant hero to take yes. up the
0: mission? which is not i do not like that trope i find it very lazy and it happens twice in this episode uh, absolutely <laughs> the only
1: the only thing i can say uh in defense not defense in uh <laughs> Well, maybe in defense, is that the that particular trope usually the female who's ca- killed is never mentioned again. Right. You know, is usually just forgotten
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, it's just the motivator to get them to get the hero to act. But both of these women are mentioned, um, and their deaths are mentioned mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, throughout. Not every episode. Yeah. And it, and it does, you know, fade out after after a while. So that's yeah. the only thing I can say is that they do harken back to these two women right um, who were who were killed right Um, but still it's a stupid trope that women have to die in order for a hero
0: to become a hero right and and despite how much i don't like this trope i do kind of like how they made it a full circle moment like this you Mm -hmm. know where it was like an identical tragedy you know it was like a sandwiched you know the the top of the episode and then the end of the episode right and it's within the same family you know and then later we find out that it you know it's definitely a um calculated move from yeah the bad guy so uh, so i did like that i liked Mm -hmm. how it was somebody else in his life that he cared about was um Mm -hmm you know murdered in the same exact same very exact. unique way same
1: nightgown yes <laughs> same wound that they're bleeding from yes
0: yes um but i also have to say that i think if i had started watching this show from this first episode um now like if it had started now mm-hmm. i don't know if i would have kept watching it you know because dean was not very appealing to me in this first episode right cuz he's a douchebag uh-huh and this you know oh great you know kill the mom kill the girlfriend just so you know they have right and cuz can go it, be a hero
1: yeah sam isn't there he's not that appealing yet
0: y- yeah yeah i mean he's like comes off as the good guy yeah or like the um moral compass maybe Or maybe not even, maybe a little slightly.
1: Slightly, but he's, I mean, he's supposed
0: to be, you're supposed to be
1: intrigued by his character's journey now. Like you're supposed to care about him enough to want him to succeed in this new journey to find his girlfriend's killer. Yeah. Whereas Dean, uh, it's like, yeah, they need to find their dad, but they need to find their dad to find, you know, why do they need to find the dad? (laughs) Um, Because he's missing. Right. But that becomes, you know, that's not as apparently not as important as finding, you know, the this
0: killer of women on ceilings. Right. It's interesting, like how much I do love this show now, mm-hmm. which I think eventually they did finally listen to their female audience and turn things around and start to be better
1: <laughs> about yeah, things. Yeah, recognize women as women and mm. not as lines. Yes. Yeah. Or, or as, as, as horn
0: dog, <laughs> horn dog targets. Right. Um, so, so I don't know. I don't really know where I was going with that. It was just interesting to rewatch this episode and find so many things that I was not a fan of, or that I did not connect with. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. I did connect with though, was the um, chemistry between Sam and Dean, Mm-hmm. Or Jensen and Jared, and how likable they were as brothers, yeah, and their absolutely. relationship. And you know, it didn't feel forced, it didn't feel fake, it didn't feel like corny writing, um, or too corny writing. You know, <laughs> so there were some
1: <laughs> no chick flick moments, um, no, absolutely. I mean, they each have their own journey, but when they, when they, uh, come together when they work together. They even say this in the car, you know, hey, you and I made a really good team. Like, when they started out, they didn't start out like, hey, we're brothers, you know, let's go do this thing. Um, But they realized that in, you know, in looking, in chasing down this ghost, that they actually realized that, hey, you know, we are brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, And I... I like strong male characters. I like it when male characters can admit that they are men and they have feelings and connections, and I'm not talking in any type of sexual manner. Mm-hmm. I mean emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's you know one of those things that pe- that there there's a a <laughs> a theory. You know that these characters are actually gay lovers. Like, oh, they're brothers, fan fiction, yeah. yes. Yeah, no, it's like can we just let that go and just let them be brothers. Let men be men. They can be emotional, but they can also be strong. You're right. And, and these two characters have the makings of that. And I and I do um, gravitate towards that. Yeah. I I enjoy strong male characters who, while flawed, clearly, mm-hmm. um, uh, still have a, uh, an emotional uh, connection to each other. Right. And so that was, that's probably what would keep me watching. I don't remember what made me tune in for the second episode. Um, but like I said, I think I knew the characters from down the line. Mm -hmm. So going back to, to see their, their beginnings, I was intrigued to see their, you know, what their history was, where they came from.
0: Yes. I would agree Um, with that as well, is I kind of got to know them later on and then had to start from the beginning. mm -hmm. Um, so it, forgave a lot of things, I think, when yeah. I was watching this first episode. Yeah.
1: So I wouldn't tune into the second episode to be like, what's this ghost story going to be? You know, mm. what are they chasing down, you know, this week? That's mm-hmm. not what would make me tune in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, to me, it, it's, I think it started out as, as a ghost show, mm-hmm. you know, as a ghost monster show. Yeah. But then it turned into The Brothers. Yeah. You know, about The Brothers, which is what grabbed me. As, right. as a female watching the show, that's what grabbed me. Right. Well, that right. and the the X Files, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. But uh. But yeah, I would say I would be in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. Like if we had watched one episode and then you'd be like, "Hey, you want to watch this next week?" I'd be like, Meh.
0: "Yeah, exactly."
1: <laughs> if anything, I would watch it to see what X Files stuff they did. Um, right. You know that—that's. I'd give it a second chance, but it wasn't something that I would flip through a TV guide and find out what time is it going to be on next week. Mm-hmm, and-
0: mm-hmm.
1: Or oh, TV guide. TV. I know. <laughs> Answering machine, cassette tapes, map quest. Right TV on this old guide. tech antennas on your television.
0: Okay, so thank you so much for tuning into our very first episode of Salt and burn Oh this. my gosh. That was fun. <laughs> was so long. <laughs> it's
1: okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we'll yes, get
0: better. Maybe. Um no promises. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be here. We'll just we'll put that we'll out. We'll be there. here. So, uh stay tuned for next week when we do the second episode, Wendigo. W- Wendigo. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I guess, I guess we'll find out.
1: We'll find out when Digo. All right.
0: Thank you everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.